This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out along with Paul Stone here in the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. How you doing, Paul? Doing well, uh, Jimmy. Just glad uh, glad to be back. I guess it's week 12 of college football, getting close to the end of November, and just a lot of great games week in and week out. Good job last week. Uh, UConn go two and one. Now you're six games over 500, 19, 13 and two, right under 60%. So a very nice uh, season. UConn wins the game outright, catching Liberty uh, on a little bit of a, a letdown spot after that uh, big win at Fayetteville against an SEC team. And then TCU plus seven, seven and a half. They win it outright, holding Texas to under 200 yards. Did the style of the game, uh, the more defensive game, uh, catch your attention? You know, it did. I, I played it. That was one of the games I played at Circa. Uh, not only TCU plus the points, but I played under 66 at Circa the Sunday before the game. So I thought it was just a little bit too high. I certainly wasn't expecting anything like we saw. You know, that's a uh, – you know, that's a testament to TCU, you know, to, to their resume to be able to uh, win a different style of game. And Texas has got uh, an explosive offense when Quinn Ewers is right. Uh, he hasn't been right uh, too much, you know, the last several games. TCU took advantage of that and hit some big plays, and uh, the Horn Frogs continue to roll. Yes, they do. And uh, – Control their own destiny to get into the uh, playoff. Uh, so, and uh, Jim Moore Jr. now nine and two against the spread, and now they're six win. They're bowl eligible. What a job he's done uh, in stores. Hey, why not start right there? UConn getting back up after that win. Now they travel to uh, West Point. If you've never been to West Point, it is great. It's funny. My two favorite campuses are totally different: West Point and Malibu. I mean, they are really, really special places. Uh, so Army at home here, laying ten against UConn. UConn still nine and two against the spread, catching double digits. Yeah, I tell you, Jimmy, we're going to go back to the well here this week with the Huskies. You know who's done a better job uh, in college football this year from a head coaching standpoint than Jim Mora Jr. Uh, I mean, this was a, a program left for dead. Uh, there were calls to to drop to the FCS level, calls to even drop football altogether. And to come into that type of situation, it has been an easy schedule by FBS standards. But, man, they, you know, they, they were one of the worst teams in college football over most of the previous decade. And now with this upset of Liberty last week as a two-touchdown uh, underdog, UConn now bowl eligible. And that victory over Liberty, you know, to put it in perspective, Liberty 
their last two games, they beat BYU at home. They scored 38 unanswered points against BYU, won that game 41-14. Then their most previous game, they had gone to Fayetteville, Arkansas, uh, and defeated Arkansas outright 21 to 19 as a two touchdown underdog. So, uh, you know, that's a good Liberty football team. The market, I think they have undervalued UConn all season, and I think it continues to um, undervalue the Huskies here. I made this line Army minus seven and a half, so I see some value in taking UConn. UConn, as you said, nine and two against the spread this year. Seven straight covers for the Huskies, so they're going for their eighth straight cover uh, this weekend at West Point. Army, they're not really strong as a uh, betting favorite. This is not their preferred point spread role. They're only 24-34 against the spread since the start of the 2012 season as the betting favorite. Also, they're expected to be without their big uh, bruising fullback, Jacoby Buchanan. Uh, He has an LCL injury. Doesn't look like he's going to play, and he's a significant part of their offense. So I think, you know, just keep riding the horse, man. We're going to take UConn plus 10 this weekend over Army. All right, so UConn plus a 10. So you think thinking how Liberty got that emotional win, you thought maybe a little bounce there, but you'd like UConn to follow it up and say, you know, um, with the, after that big win against Liberty. Oh, back in the summer, uh, Paul, when we were doing the uh, conference previews and looking at some win totals, well – my Golden Knights of Central Florida has already cashed. So even with two relatively easy games uh, left with Navy and South Florida, I thought it was a great fit with John Reese Plumley and Gus Malzahn. You liked the throwing quarterback who did pretty good last year when their starter went down and was pretty productive. Plumley did start the season, but both quarterbacks being effective have been a big part of Central Florida's success this year. Central Florida, 16 and a half point favorites at home in Orlando against Navy. Yeah, you look at this Navy team, and this is a Navy team that had an early season bye uh, way back in week three. So they're playing for their ninth straight week. Uh, the bumps and the bruises have to be, you know, piling up, and especially at the quarterback position where they're expected will likely start their third team quarterback, uh, Masai Maynard. Oddly enough, considering Navy's option-style offense, Maynard considered more of a passer than a runner. He's thrown 28 passes total over the past three seasons, and this is probably somewhat the byproduct of of being sacked, but on his career, 19 carries for negative one yards. So they're going to a third-string quarterback who's not a running quarterback, and that's kind of obviously their bread and butter. You look at this game last year, UCF went to Annapolis, as a 16-point favorite, so essentially the same line. They lost that game outright, 34-30 to to the midshipmen. I'm sure they probably uh, remember that result from last year. UCF, been a moneymaker at the betting window for yourself and for others this year, 7-3 and three against the spread. And I think it's important to note, and this game uh, reflects this opinion, the numbers, the betting lines, don't always reflect injuries. Even at the critical quarterback position, uh, if Navy had its starting quarterback going, I would have this line about 16, 16 and a half. They're going to be playing probably their third string quarterback. I think it should be more like 20 or maybe even slightly north of 20. So I don't think the quarterback situation at Navy is being properly blended into the line. Uh, I'm going to look for UCF to make amends for last year's defeat to defeat a Navy team that's probably going to be struggling uh, to make offensive plays 
take UCF minus 16 and a half. Over I know Navy. Matt Humans and um, I think it was Wes Reynolds both had Navy last week. They covered easily against Notre Dame, but uh, it was uh, Maynard who came in. He was four of seven in relief. He did throw a 20-yard touchdown for Navy's last score uh, to make it 35-32, the two-point conversion. So four of seven for 51 yards for the backup quarterback for Navy. So, you know what, Paul, too? Remember two weeks ago in college football, it was a crazy wind. I mean, especially in Evanston, Illinois, I saw I saw five-yard punts in the Kentucky-Missouri game and stuff like that. Last week, it was just cold. It was cold. And so, not the wind, because a lot of people say, well, the wind, the wind is the big deal. But I saw a little bit of tightness in slower-moving offenses in college football. We certainly saw them in uh, Fort Worth, Fayetteville, amongst other places. Now we get to really cold. Let's go to Ames, Iowa, where the high will be 26. The low will be Cinco. That's five, Paul. Five. (laughs) One hand. On one hand, you are looking at this total between Texas Tech, that uh, high-tempo team, going to the high grass plains in uh, in Ames at uh, Tri-Stadium against Iowa State. The total is 47.5. Yeah, this is a 6 p.m. kickoff there in Ames. And actually, weather.com, they only show a high of 19 on Saturday uh, oh, really? there in Ames. But it's going to be cold. Whether it's 19 or 26, it's going to be cold. Uh, the wind during the day, 15 to 25 miles per hour, uh, won't be as significant. The winds will calm in the evening. But I'm assuming at 6 p.m. there's still going to be some, some wind. This Iowa State offense, even in optimal situations, uh, they rank 105th in yards per play uh, in the FBS, only 4.7 yards per play. They rank 109th in scoring offense, only 19.6 uh, points per game. They have really suffered uh, after losing their four-year starting quarterback, Brock Purdy, and also the record-setting uh, tailback, Brees Hall, who was one of the very best in uh, college football last year. They also have, a, have trouble taking care of the football they rank 113th in giveaways this season. Actually had five turnovers uh, this past weekend uh, at Oklahoma State. To compound uh, their matters, their situation, their top running back, Jarrell Brock, uh, he is out for the season, it looks like, due to a foot injury. They didn't have a whole lot of weapons to begin with. Now they're without their uh, top running back. And in these type of conditions, I, I want to do a study, and you kind of hit on it, about number of plays per game when it's just cold. Do teams play slower than their mean, than their average? I think they do. Um, you know, there's something about, you know, maybe below freezing, you'd have to get some weather data. It would be pretty complex. But it would be interesting to see if teams play at a slower pl- pace and if they produce uh, fewer points, fewer yards per play, that type of thing. But looking at this Iowa State team, they're favored by three and a half in most corners. So you're basically asking this offense to score more than 24 points or so for the total to go over. In these type of conditions, I don't think these teams are going to score more than 48, 47 and a half points. So I'm recommending the over in this Big 12 uh, clash in frigid conditions in Ames, Iowa, between Texas Tech and Iowa State. Yeah, Iowa State, uh, only one win uh, in the Big 12 this year. They, it's funny, they, they got the big win against uh, the team that they never could beat in their in-state rival in Iowa, uh, started 3-0. and But, man, when I see a guy like Kenny Walker running for Seattle, a Brees Hall for the Jets before he got hurt, 
kind of makes you look back and say, oh, wait, let me look to fade maybe this Michigan State or Iowa State teams. I mean, they miss them. I mean, those guys are really good when they can do it at the next level like that. So, Paul, again, 2-1. and one. Now, that's 5-1 and one the last two weeks. 19 and 13 and 2, 19, 13 and 2 uh, for the season, right under 60%. Uh, UConn plus the 10 at West Point against Army. Central Florida, uh, 16 and a half at home against Navy. Coming back home, excited in the driver's seat for the American uh, Championship game after winning nice road games in Memphis and Tulane. And then frigid temperatures again. I apologize, Paul. 26, make it 19. You're the weatherman on this on this broadcast. So we got to go under Texas Tech, Iowa State, under 47 and a half. All of those numbers current right now at Bet Rivers. For Paul Stone, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.